God, we would feel your presence. And church, I'm going to be honest with you, and you've heard me say this many, many times. That's my desire every time I step into this building is, is to chase after the presence of God. Whatever that looks like, whether that means singing, whether that means praying, whether that means clapping my hands or raising my hands, whatever that looks like, I want to get in to the presence of an almighty God. Amen? Listen, that should be our desire is to fall in into the presence of God. But it's good to be bringing God's word to you this morning. It's been two or three weeks since uh, I have preached on Sunday morning. And to be honest with you, I have truly uh, missed uh, standing before you and bringing God's amazing word uh, to you. How many of you believe God's word is amazing? Amen? God's word is it's truth. It is alive. And guess what, church? It is, it is milk for a new believer and it is meat for a hungry soul. Amen? Listen, and we should be excited about digging in to God's Word. It should excite us that we have the freedom to come into a warm facility. Amen? How many of you know it's cold outside? It's cold outside. We have the freedom to come into a warm facility on a cold Sunday morning and to dig into God's, God's Word. If you are a follower of Christ, that should, that should excite you uh, this morning. We have spent time in worship, and now it is time to, to dig into the Word. And this morning, I'm looking forward to looking at John chapter 1. John chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. John chapter 1, uh, starting in verse, verse number 1. Uh, you can follow along on the screen if you would like. But John chapter 1, starting in verse, verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. Amen. Verse number 1. In the beginning was the Word. Turn to your neighbor and tell them Word. Word. That wasn't like a what's up word. That's like the Word. Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was, was God. Verse number 2, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life, and the life was the light of men. Verse number 5, The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Over the next couple of weeks, church, I want to look at the topic of light in a dark world. Will you join me as I pray? Lord, we love you. God, I thank you so much, God, for the opportunity to, to bring your word, God, to a group of, uh, God, a group of believers, uh, God, God in, in Sherall First Baptist. And God, I just pray, God, that, God, they won't see me today. They won't see or hear my words, but God, you will speak through me. God, your Holy Spirit will just begin to, to transform lives in this place. Do as only you can this morning. God, we love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Church, this morning, in our passage in John chapter 1, I believe there are three questions that John, John answers. And I encourage you to write these things down in your bulletin or, or in your Bible because they are great reminders uh, for us this morning. Three things I believe John will answer in our text. And number one is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Why did Jesus come to earth and how does that affect, affect us? In these five verses, John, I believe he answers, who is Jesus? Why did he come to earth? And how does that affect us? Number one this morning, let's answer the question, who is, who is Jesus? Verse number one and number two, John says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse number two, he says, He was in the beginning with God. Church, I believe that Scripture teaches us that Jesus Christ was more than than just a good man. He was more than, than just a wise person. But Jesus Christ is, is God. 
And in verse number 1, Jesus is referred to as, as the Word. We know that often our words can reveal what we think of others and what we are thinking of others in our heart and our mind. And I believe John is helping us understand this morning that Jesus is God's Word to reveal His heart and His mind to us. I have a commentary entitled, The Christ-Centered Exposition, and, and it reads, I got this out of there, it says, God reveals His power and will through His, through His Word. There is no greater revelation of the character and nature of the Father than through the person of, of Jesus. It said Jesus reveals God's mind. It said Jesus expresses God's, God's will and Jesus displays God's perfections. It says Jesus exposes God's heart. And in the first part of verse number 1, it says in the beginning, listen, it echoes what is at the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1, where the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Church, we must understand what John is what John is doing here. John is connecting Jesus with creation. John is connecting Jesus with the beginning of, of time. John is claiming that Jesus existed before creation. In the beginning was the Word, referring to Jesus as the Word. I want us to understand this morning that there has never been a time that Jesus Christ did not exist. Amen? There has never been a time that he did not exist. As a matter of fact, we can even go back before God began creation and Jesus existed with him. You ask me, how do I know that? Let's turn to John 17, verse number 5. If you don't get there, you can write it down. But John 17 and 5, Jesus said, And now, Father, glorify me in our presence with the glory I had with you, check this out, before the world began. The glory I have with you before the world began. John is telling us before time began, Jesus was, Jesus was there. Church, can I tell you, that's what sets Jesus apart from any other uh, pretended or, or so-called God. Gods that were made by humans or invented uh, by human minds. Jesus is set apart from, from them because you know what? He has always existed. Jesus was not created by man, amen? Amen. Jesus was not created by man. He was not created or invented by some human mind. Jesus is not some made-up story. But before the beginning of time, Jesus existed. Our Savior Jesus is pre-existent. Amen? Amen. John is answering the question, who is, who is Jesus? John says, in the beginning was the Word, Jesus. And the Word, Jesus, was with God. And the Word, Jesus, was was God. He, Jesus, was in the beginning with God. I quoted from the Christ-centered exposition earlier, and I want to do that again. It said, in, it said, everything that we can say or anything that has ever been said about God can be said about Jesus. We call that the, the Trinity. Understanding that there is one God, but that one God exists as three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It went on to say in verse number 1, we find it precisely worded statement about Jesus that leads us to the only one conclusion, Jesus Christ is, is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John helps us answer the first question I mentioned, who is, who is Jesus? Friends, can I tell you that Jesus is the eternal Word. Jesus is 
eternally God. John teaches us that Jesus is eternally God. But as God, I want us to understand this morning that Jesus was not only present, check this out, he was not only present at creation, but John helps us understand that Jesus was also active in creation. Let me tell you what I mean. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. In verses 1 and 2, Jesus is said to be identical to God. And in verse number 3, John makes an interesting point that nothing created was created apart from Jesus Christ. John said, all things were made through him, referring to Jesus. And John said, without him was not anything made that was made. He continues to answer the question of who Jesus is. So not only is Jesus eternally God, but Jesus is eternally the creator because through him all things were, were made. Am I making sense to you this morning? Amen? Amen. John continues to answer the question. So not only is Jesus eternally God, but Jesus is eternally the creator because through him all things were made. Colossians 1, verses 16 and, and 17, it says, For by him all things were created in earth and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Verse 17, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. 1 Corinthians 8, in verse number 6, it says, Yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom all are all things and for whom we exist. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through him we exist. Church, for those that are followers of Jesus Christ, listen, when we get to heaven, we will worship Jesus with the words from John in Revelation 4 and 11. Worthy are you. John said, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and, and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So John answers the question, who is Jesus? Jesus is God. Jesus is pre-existent. Jesus is eternally God. And Jesus is eternally the creator because through him all things were, were made. We'll move on to the second question that I believe John answers in our text today. Is why did Jesus come to earth? Now the easy answer would be, yeah, he came to die for our sins. But there's, there's, more, there's more to that. So the second question we'll answer this morning is why did Jesus come to earth? Look at verse number 4 and verse number 5. It says, in him was, was life, and the life was the light of, of men. Verse number 5 says, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John says, in him, in Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. John teaches us in these two verses that Jesus came to earth to give life and to give, give light. John answers the question, why did Jesus come to earth? Jesus came to give life and to give light. Listen, church, in Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, Paul tells us that without Jesus, we are dead in our sin. Without Jesus, we are we are dead in our sin. And I want us to understand that, that Scripture plainly teaches us because of Jesus, we don't have to stay dead no longer because Jesus came to give us life. Amen? 
Listen, that should excite us that we no longer have to live a dead life. We no longer have to be dead inside because the work has already been done through Jesus Christ. Jesus came to reconcile us with God and it not only changes, listen to this, it not only changes our present condition, but church, thank God, it changes our future destination. Amen? It not only changes our present condition, but it changes our future destination. Jesus didn't just come, but he came with a purpose. Amen? Come on, you knew better than that. Amen? Jesus didn't just show up on the scene, but he showed up on the scene with a, with a purpose. I don't know about you, but, but that excites me knowing that Jesus, uh, because of Jesus, I no longer have to be dead in my sin and my eternal destination is not hell. But because of Jesus, I don't have to be dead, but I can have life and my destination is a place called heaven. Amen? Listen, that's, that's my goal is to, is to get to heaven and thank God that he made a way through his son, Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus came and Jesus died and, and he resurrected from the dead. And he's alive today. Amen. You believe that this morning? Amen. He's alive today. Church, I want us to understand that Jesus came with a purpose. And that purpose was to give life to a dead, dead world. Jesus' victory over death and the grave, guess what, is now yours. Amen. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, listen, Jesus' death and victory over death in the grave is now yours, and it's mine. We now have life through Jesus Christ. Church, one other thing we must understand this morning is that it has nothing to do with what we have done, but it has everything to do with what Jesus has already done. Amen? It has nothing to do with what we have done, but it has everything to do with what Jesus has already done for us. John helps us understand, helps us understand that Jesus came to bring people from death to life. We have life through Jesus, and John says that the life, listen to this, in, at the end of verse number 4, in verse number 5, John says that that life that Jesus brings is the light of men, and the light shines in darkness. John says not only did Jesus come to give life, but he came to, to, give, to give light. Light in a, in a dark world. Jesus came to bring light in a dark world. Church, we must understand that Jesus entered a dark world to give spiritual, spiritual light. Aren't you thankful for that light? Aren't you thankful that Jesus came and he gave us light in a life full of, of darkness? Someone once said the gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news that no longer, that we no longer have to wonder about in the darkness and despair of sin, but you can enjoy the light of righteousness through Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful this morning that we can enjoy the, the light of the world? The light of, of the world. We were talking this morning, I feel like so many times in life, we take things for granted, right? We don't, we don't think about things, but this morning I really want us to think, listen, that we were dead in our sin and, and Jesus came to, to give us, why did he come to earth? He came to, to take us from deadness to, to life and not only in that life, but he gives us light in our lives of of darkness. Jesus, my friends, is the light of the world. Listen, as a matter of fact, in John chapter 8, verse number 12, Jesus referred to himself as the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of, of life. John refers to Jesus as, as the light. John says in verse number 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome 
it. Listen to this. John says the light shines with an E-S. Now, I'm no English major, but shines is a present tense. Ms. Harp, help me out. Is that right? That, that's right. It is, it is a, it is, shines is in the present tense. I'm going to school, y'all. I'm learning. So I might, I might catch that in next semester. But it is present tense. So what that tells me, church, is that not only did the light shine then, but the light of Jesus Christ is still shining. Amen? Not only did it shine then, but it is, it is still, still shining. Then, then, then John said, the darkness has not over, overcome it. I believe this morning that John is teaching us that no matter what the darkness does, the light will still shine and it will not over, overcome. I believe Scripture is teaching us that no matter how dark the world may get, how many believe we live in a dark world? Amen? We live in a, in a dark world. But I want you to know that no matter how dark the world may get, the light of Jesus that lives inside of us will not come, will not overcome us. The darkness of this world will not over, overcome us. Church, how awesome is that? Amen? How awesome is that? Listen, I could cut a lap around the church. I mean, let's just be honest. Now, if I started running, some of y'all probably kicked me out of here. But church, that ought to excite us. Listen, Clemson scores a touchdown. I cut a backflip. That's my wife. Listen, we should get excited about the Word of God and knowing that we don't have to live in darkness. We don't have to live in our sin. We don't have to be dead in our sin because Jesus came to give us life and to give us light. And the light that shined then is still shining today. Amen? Light in a, in a dark world. In this passage, John answers, Who is Jesus? Jesus is preexistent. Jesus is eternally God. Jesus is eternally the Creator because through Him all things were made. John also answers the question, why did Jesus come to earth? John keeps it simple. A lot of times we try to complicate it. But can I tell you, the Word of God is simple. Jesus came to give us light, and He came to give us light. And this morning, I want to close with how does that affect us? How does that affect us? Now, I know I said when I get ready to close, some of y'all got happy, but I still got a little bit, all right? I'm going to close with this last point, all right? <laughs> some of y'all's stomachs already started growling. How does, how does that affect us? We've answered who is Jesus, why did he come to earth, and how does, how does that affect us? How does the first five verses in John chapter 1 affect us? Us. In a way, I somewhat already begin to answer that through our, through our last question that we answered. I shared earlier that Paul tells us that without Jesus, we are dead in our sin. Church, I want you to understand this morning that apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. Amen? Apart from Jesus, we, we can do, do nothing. If we were to go farther along in John chapter 1 and we were to look at verse number 14, it says, And the Word became flesh, and it dwelled among us, and we have seen His glory... Glory as of the Son, the only Son from the Father, full of grace and, and truth. Word became flesh. Jesus became flesh. Jesus was, was preexistent, but later on came as flesh. Church, this affects us because when Jesus became flesh, listen, verse 4 and 5 teaches us that he brings us from death to life. Jesus came to give us light in the midst of of darkness. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, that has affected your life. Amen? That has affected your, 
your life. Church, I believe that God knew eternity was at stake. And God sent His precious Son to give us life and light. We had no chance without Jesus. Amen? We had no chance without a Savior. And God knew that. And He sent His Son. I've got some more, but praise Him, I want you to come. Let's die and begin to come forward, if you don't mind. Praise Him, you go ahead and make your way up here. Stay focused with me for five more minutes. All right, five more minutes as they begin to make their way up on stage. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with, with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was, was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Church, can I make it simple for you this morning? Jesus is eternally God. Jesus came to a dark world, and He, he lit it up. Simple. Jesus came to a dark world, and He lit it up. Jesus came and brought light in a dark and, and dying world. When we were incapable, listen to this, when we were incapable, when we were dead, Jesus came to give us life. We have life through, through Him. Ms. Diane, if you would begin to play just a little bit. John said, in Him was life. And the life was the light of men. Verse number 5, the light shines in the darkness. How does that affect every single one of us? Guess what? John keeps it simple again. Without Jesus, we are dead. And we live a life of darkness. Simple. Now, I could come up here and throw a, a, bunch, of, a bunch of stuff at you. We can leave confused. But there's no need. Because it's simple. We were dead. We were dark. Jesus, who was pre-existent, came into the flesh. And through Him, we have life. We have light. David said in Psalms 119, 105, He said, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Church with Jesus, we have a reason to live. Amen? With Jesus, we have a reason to live. Stand to your feet all over the house. Church, with, with Jesus, we have life, and the life shines in and through us, and the darkness will not overcome us. You believe that this morning? Listen, maybe you're in this place this morning and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. Listen, I pray today. There's nothing that I can do, but I pray today will be the day. Maybe you're in this place today and you desire to become a member of Sheraw First Baptist. Make today the day. Listen, as our praise team sings, I'm going to ask that you come. The altar's open. Thank you for the promise.
us, Lord. Thank you for the pride.